Amen. Good morning. As, as some of you may know, my name is Lucas Heilig, and I'll be attending UNC Chapel Hill next year. Growing up, I'd hear senior sermons and wonder what mine would be about. This question faded soon after I started my senior year of high school. It was so clear to me. If nothing else, I needed to verbalize the impact of this congregation on my life. The All Souls community has been the single longest group I've been a part of. I have two goals in this sermon. Firstly, I want to acknowledge my complete faith in this community and what that means to me. Secondly, I want to thank this congregation for allowing me to grow in so many different directions. I'd first like to start by defining what community means to me. Community is a creative and interactive process in which a group of different people grow and learn, sometimes without even knowing it. This was the case for me. As I grew up in this congregation, I was advised and taught, completely unaware of my fortunate situation. Eventually, I hit puberty. As you can imagine, and some of you may know, I was difficult to deal with. <laughs> All Souls is to thank for my growth. In the summer of 2015, I went to Matanzas, Cuba for the first time. You can probably imagine what I might talk about next. You may think I got there and immediately realized how privileged I was and how little material things I really needed. I wish it was that quick and simple. In reality, the pilgrimage was a very confusing and difficult process. Not even knowing my privilege, you can imagine it was difficult, if not impossible, to understand what the Cuban people really went through. We certainly discussed how fortunate we all are back home and how different everyone's lives are in Cuba but I knew I didn't actually understand everything going on. Looking back, I know why. I wasn't comprehending everything I saw because I couldn't and I didn't need to. Not right then. As long as I picked up on something, that was all I needed. That little grain of understanding was all I retained from my trip, but I kept it and made it a part of me. Now I can't exactly say what that grain was, it was a mindfulness, a difference, a thought process, and more, all rolled into one. My pilgrimage to Cuba certainly sparked my process of self-awareness, but that was far from the whole journey. Likewise, Pentecost is a new beginning, a rebirth. It's often described as the beginning of an evolution of church because the birth of the church is many steps and takes a significant amount of time. That's why church is not just a one-time event. Church is a process. As each individual grows and matures, the Holy Spirit evolves in them and allows them to take the next step in their journey. My point is, everyone is at a different point in their life, and each person will comprehend as much as they comprehend, and that's okay. Because if you make the effort to understand something, you'll dissect it and make it your own. If you go on a journey, you'll pick something up and it will change you. This is the grain that I was talking about. The grain is the reason that you consider what you did to be a journey and not just an event. The rest is simply the process. Something may be a part of the process because you've already realized that part about yourself, 
or maybe a part of the process because you're not prepared to change a certain part of yourself yet. I don't think it's impossible to know what you don't retain, just what you do. Each time that I learned something or made a realization, this congregation presented me with a new challenge. No matter where I go or what I do, this community will always be a part of me because the grain will continue to grow and evolve in me forever. This community is special because understanding and knowledge are always for the taking. That's the beauty of an active community. As in the Pentecost reading, when the apostles found themselves speaking in different tongues, I've realized that everyone in this community speaks in their own tongue, and I'm lucky enough to be around people from all walks of life. It's given me the ability to take a little bit of knowledge from everyone and form my own personality and opinions. That process, with the help of the Holy Spirit, will continue within me. So I thank you. I thank this congregation for being a part of the Spirit's growth in me. When I think of community, I think food booth. I think Canuga, I think Cuba, I think Selma, I think Memphis, I think Lockins, I think Palm Crosses, I think Koinonia, I think Acolyte, I think Together. I've had the privilege of participating in all of these things throughout my life many multiple times. All of these activities and interactions serve to better my understanding and awareness of the world and myself even if I had done it before. They were also good subjects for my college essays. <laughs> Something I've realized over the past few years is that, for me, my religion is my community. So many people in this congregation have reached out to me in so many different ways, and I'm not sure if they realize the magnitude of their words on me. These comments, interactions, conversations, and actions have molded me into the person I am today. I've always kept faith in this community, and I can honestly say it's one of the only ones that's never failed me. Amen. Good morning. My name is Jayhawk Reese Julian, and I'm a senior of the class of 2019 at Asheville High. I intend on going to IIT Chicago this fall for architecture school. I heard from the readings today, this is the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. From my experience of volunteering at Church of the Advocate, a soup kitchen, supplies closet, medical station, and even career counseling center, I have learned the importance that service can have on a community. For instance, my friend Lee, who was homeless for years in Asheville, used the Career Counseling Center to get a job and the supplies closet to furnish his new house. He even has a cute little dog named Gunner, who he brings sometimes to let people play and pet. Lee doesn't need to come back now, but he still comes to give his time to volunteer alongside me in the supplies closet. The impact service can have on someone's life is enormous. It doesn't even have to be as grand of a story as Lee's. I've seen it in the smiles and hugs and conversations in the lunch line and around the tables. There's also Vicki, who is the grandma of the whole place. Ask anyone on the street, 
and they know Vicky as their grandma. She is the absolute ruler of the supplies closet, and she is the sweetest person I've ever met. We discuss how our days have been and what her grandkids are up to, while also giving out shampoo and toilet paper. She comes there because of the friendships she has made with the people there. We support each other because, we, because our hearts are intertwined. Whether or not we realize it at the time, the spirit is in us and, co and connects us to each other in a deeper level. In the moment, it is hard to step back and realize just how awesome a group of people are. It is so difficult sometimes to see the spirit acting through us and in us until the time has passed. It is usually much later, upon looking back, we realize how special our relationships and close friends are to us. Now, why do we do this? Why is it that we can't see how special a time is until it has passed? Why is it important for us, why is it important for us to have these close friendships and the gift of being together? The power of the Spirit in one another and in our friendships is a gift of wisdom that allows us to keep each other in our hearts no matter the distance. This feeling of love can warm our hearts on cold days and keep us together always. I will always hold all souls and the people I've met here in my heart wherever I go. I cherish the memories of Thomas at Sunday school as a little baby, the warmth of the Sunday school rooms. I will always remember volunteering in Memphis on the mission trip with Millie and the insanely hot weather that reached triple digits daily. I'll never forget the blessing of the animals on Sundays where the front yard becomes a zoo for one whole day. I grew up in this community that is always changing. I'm excited and happy to see Naomi up here, and I loved hearing her speak at the parish retreat. These memories in this community will stay with me wherever I go. Every one of us in our own ways grow and move out into the world, even the elders among us, still grow and learn. It is never guaranteed that every one of us will always be together, but that's not what's important. The memories and experiences we have with one another and the ways in which we help each other make an impact in each other's lives. This is what the spirit in us guides us to do without us even realizing it at the time. I can say with certainty that I will never forget the impact All Souls had on my life. My favorite quote from Millie Morrow on writing this senior sermon was that All Souls didn't raise me to be a Christian in All Souls. All Souls raised me to be a Christian in the world. And that's what I intend to do. Thank you, everyone, for everything that this community has done for me. Amen. I want to start by introducing myself to all the people that don't know me. Hi. My name's Maria Perez. I'm the daughter of Monroe Moore and Lupe Perez. Yesterday, I graduated from the School of Inquiry of Life Science at Asheville, and today I'm talking to y'all about my many, many, many experiences and years here at the Cathedral of All Souls. I've been coming here to All Souls since I was born. I was baptized and confirmed here. I've gone on trips with the church and also attended the camp associated with the church, Camp Henry. When people ask me why do I go to church and what makes church so special, I say community. This church has something really special on how open, loving, and caring the community is. That's why I feel so comfortable up here today telling you guys about my life experiences. I know that I will only get your love and support for that, and I say thank you. 
When writing this sermon, it was the hardest thing in the world. I mean, harder than my AP English final, and I don't even get those scores back until July. <laughs> but one morning around 4 a.m. while blowing my nose because I had a cold, it came to me. <laughs> while I was doing my research about what Pentecost is, I saw a recurring theme of rebirth. Jesus, during the Last Supper, tells his disciples to go out into the world and to do the work that he's taught to go out into the world and heal the sick. Jesus spent this time teaching so that his disciples can go out into the world and experience something new. That's what I'm doing. Going out into the world with all the things that this community and this church has taught me. You all have given me all the tools that I need so when I leave this church, I have those tools to use every day in my life. The first memory I have of church is my first day of St. Nicholas Choir. I was seven or eight years old, and I walk into the Owen Library for my very first rehearsal, and there are only three people standing in that room. Lauren, Yana, and Kyle. Yes, at one time there were only two kids in the St. Nicholas Choir. <laughs> we had our positive points poster, our warm-ups, and our many songs that we sang. That was when I felt like I was brought in the t into the community and I started to get the tools that I use in life. I learned from Kyle and Yana to be confident in yourself because when you sing, you can't get all mousy, especially when there are only two people in the choir. <laughs> <laughs> now, in the present, I've used those skills that Kyle and Yana have taught me to be confident in myself whenever I'm doing something new, even though I might not be the best at it. When I went to Cuba, I was brought into a community that I had no idea what I was going into. I didn't speak the language very well, and I've never, I'd never been to that country before. But with the community and with the people that I had going on the trip with me, I, really, I got to experience something new. I got to be with people with the long walks, walking up and down Matanzas, teaching Luis how to speak English, and I really just got to experience something amazing. Throughout my years of All Souls, I've had some really good conversations. Serious conversations with Millie or Todd, or not so serious conversations with AK or Ginger. <laughs> Everyone here hasn't impacted me. Everyone in this community knows how, to knows how to have grateful and insightful conversations, and I've learned a lot from everyone. I don't think that I would know how to talk to people without everyone here in this community. I give a lot of credit to my dad, but you also have shaped me too. And I will take the tool of conversation that you all have taught me next year in my life. Next year I will be taking a gap semester, and then in the winter of 2019 I will be attending East Carolina University. All three of us today are telling you guys about our life experiences and how you have shaped us as the community and as this church. And I want to say thank you. You guys don't know how much it means. Amen.